And this is the one that I'm thinking of when it comes to Tamar and her story. It's a story that really got to me when I heard it. Because the way that it was preached, it was for Mother's Day. And it was praising the women that do what they need to do to get what they need done no matter what happens. And it was from a positive way, like taking Section 8, not eating, not eating that. Like the one that we see all the time in black women mostly. But the one we see in that woman who does everything, right? But she's constantly having to push. And that's the story of Tamar. Because with Tamar, Tamar was promised a son. She was promised something. And that father gave her the first son. This is the man that we see who is filled with promise. Whatever promise that is, is what you see Tamar being attracted to and needing in an heir. Right? So she's loving it. She's feeling it. She's amazed at all of it, what it is. But this dude don't really want, it, want, want her like that. This is this dude that just want to get a nut. He don't care about her feelings. He don't care about what he promised. He don't care about the lying. He don't pro- care about the cheating, the beating. He don't care about none of that. All he want is the feel of it. He want it constantly. That's all he want. And then, you know, he do what he do to you. And we see him all the time. The next thing you know, he's gone. Because you believe the lies. You believe the promises. But he really had no intention on fulfilling these promises. He just wanted you because you were gorgeous. You looked good. You were what he would consider to be a virgin. A good lay. Something he can tack on to his body count. Something he can brag about or something he can feel so cocky about that it makes you afraid to let you know that y'all did it. Because you promised that he wasn't the type of dude that you would do it to. Even though your girls knew you was lying. And they'll find out that you, like, it's an embarrassment if it come out that you did it. He's that dude. He's that dude that make you all these promises, tell you the only one, I want to get you pregnant, yada, 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 yada. But at the end of the day, you don't wind up getting pregnant by him because something happens. He's just gone. Whether he died because of life, he went broke. He went missing. Or you just got tired. He gone now. That's the first son. He wanted all of that, but he ain't want no commitment. And isn't that what we see given when we see the sons, Jesse and his sons? You'll give away the first one. Isn't that what Abram would have done? And so the father said, give me what you love. But that's, that's something later. We see that's the first son. So she comes to the father. He gives her the second son. The second son is to take on the brother and take on the wife. He like, I bet this is the man that you see. He like you for real. He love you for real. But he's still too attached to the world, the streets, and their opinion. He's still attached to the horny teenager inside. He's still attached to that because tens of out of ten. He's the one who just grew up. He grew up into some muscles. He grew up into some attention. Instead of him being humble about it, he's an asshole. 
You got the dudes that come in and they promising you all these good things. They got the good jobs. They talking about they going to lead their wives. They going to do this. They going to do that. They there. They there. Those are the ones you run into as that Tamar. You run into that one that just wants to love you. Fuck you. Excuse my language. But that's what they want to do. They just want to fuck you. Even if you find that it is an unwanted one. The ones who are a little more aggressive about wanting to do that. When you find that it's the younger ones. They're inappropriate because now they're perverting that love. Because either something was done to them. Or they got exposed to it. Or they just became infatuated by something they saw. Because don't we see some of these young girls looking grown? And we find that they wind up in some situations. That's that guy you get that wants the love, the satisfaction, and the glory. But they don't want you to know that you like it. So they don't want to put a seed in you. They don't want the responsibility of letting their homeboys that they love you for real. Whether she got kids or not. Whether she big, fat, skinny. However she may be. That feels like it's going to embarrass you. You don't want that. You don't want that strong woman over there. Not because you don't want her for real, but because you know as soon as you do, you feel like your homeboy's going to come out of nowhere to want her. And you feel like you ain't got sauce like that. So now you second-guessing yourself. So you're not even going to enter into the situation. You're going to fight it off at all costs. Because you want the love or the... The, the idea, you wanted the idea of possibly being there. But you don't want the responsibility. You wanted to know what it was like without a condom. But you really didn't want what came after it. So you keep spilling your seed in the floor. And in the floor, you can't, you can't harvest nothing if you just spill your seed in the floor because guess where it's falling? Right on the cracks. And that crack is now all the people you hurt. Because you couldn't handle. You couldn't handle what you've been given. Which was a blessing. Because now you're the second one. You're the Esau. You're the one who has the blessing to tend to the things of the flesh. To still inhabit the connection. But you still. Still don't realize that you still have that connection. Because God made you ruler over something. What did he give ruler over to Abram's second born? You can't handle all that. You get it too early. And you piss it away. So you put your seed in the ground where it can't grow. Which is the woman that ain't your wife. Which is the girlfriend. Which is the something that can't even bear you a child, but it feel good. You kept spilling that seed. Now you have nothing, nothing to show for that seed that you've been given. You went and you, you tucked it and you hid it and you covered. So now you're that slothful and wicked servant. You're that second child. Now you're the kid of promise. You're the one they should have chosen in the first place. 
You're the one that was looked over. You were looked over because you were the one that had the promise. You were the one that was just so smart, so intelligent. You had something going for you. You had a bunch of stuff going on, but you fell in love with someone they felt like was beneath you. So they did everything they can to keep you from that and from her. Not knowing that the business party you would have gone to had you not had extra practice as when you went and met your wife. And your wife would have just been an assistant at a Burger King. But she was going to school for law. And her law degree, when she gets it, would have helped you with some stuff that you find yourself getting into because you were the best football player. But they didn't tell you some things. Like you might not have insurance. They might not have told you some things about how your money is given because now you don't have an accountant. Your manager isn't doing what, it, what she needs or he needs to do. So now you miss out on all of that because you're that child of promise. You're the one that they don't want to see go into these situations. You don't want to go into these situations where you have to find a way to get out of them. Not knowing that you're the one who's going to help turn some things around. Because that promise has given you the opportunity to walk into different situations and not even be bothered or touched. Even though it's not yours to walk into. Because the baton was passed to you. That is redeemed too. Because once again, it fell under Abram. Abraham, which was a descendant of who? Which came to redeem all of those under him, which was man, male and female, created he them. And I think we forget that side of those things. Because guess who was there to help those women? Who's help, guess what women was there to help them? Those women who see that man of promise because he don't see the promise in himself. And all he needs is just a little help from a woman who will tell him like it is. You're that part of that Tamar that would have been there. But the parents didn't want you there because there is no control and there is no way that they can still continue to make money off of them. They can't still move forward. So you find that you're the Tamar to that kind of thought process. Because now you're the Tamar that's going against that man that does all that is wrong to you. He abuses you. He manipulates you. He hurts you. He makes you promises. He said he going to pay for this. He said he going to pay for that. He said he going to do this. No, no promises, no blessings, no benefits. He just said he going to do it. And you believed it. Because he felt like you were in a situation where you weren't going to take him to the king. You weren't going to take him to the space of judgment to now bring his word to come back and bite him in the ass. Now she's that woman that says, all right, you got a wife and you want to sleep with me. You going to promise me rings. You going to promise me money. You're going to promise to keep my nails done. You're going to promise to keep me. You're going to promise to. You're going to promise to. Oh, I'm not going to tell that we do this. I'm not going to tell that we do that. 
I'm not going to tell none of that stuff. I'm just, as long as you do what you say, you're going to do. Which is give me a job. Let me come work for you. Let me audition for you. You find that father, that keeper there. Because now you got his money. You got proof that he paying for this. All right. You got the rings. You got the cons. You got all of that, right? You got all of the possessions. The things that cost money. The things that are worth something. But you don't get them. You don't get them until you get them to give you the staff. Which is your leadership. Which is your calling. You run into those women that come forth and said, all right, I didn't sleep with you. I didn't have sex with you. I didn't do anything. But I am a woman who's coming forth and I'm asking questions now because this don't make no sense. Help me make it make sense. Isn't that that investigator? Isn't it those women who work their hardest to make sure they get the story even if you try to beat them or hit them or you want to throw them under the bus? But isn't it that woman that you find when you come to the story of Tamar that is coming to the father and the men are saying, you ain't even supposed to be speaking to her. I'm going to speak real. You ain't even supposed to be speaking to that bitch. What are you talking to her for? She beneath you. She was just a hoe. Yeah, he, she sure was. And you hearing this from her wife now. She got everything to say. But now you come back like, "Uh uh-uh, I got proof. Here go the bank statements. Right? That's what that woman would do. But now you're getting that staff because you're getting his leadership. Isn't it true that you said your product would do this for women? Why are you asking that? Why are you trying to put into law that women who were born with these chromosomes have to now identify as a label that you have created for us based off of results that you pilled from women unbeknownst to them, knowing that it is something that you get from them from their blood, it's knowing it is that woman that you want to persecute. Because now she's like, I'm coming for your leadership. I got your staff. I got your staff, yes, but I got your dirt. I, yeah, I got your dirt. I got everything about you. Now I got to bring you to your own word and to your own judge now. And who was the judge? The same policies that you put in place. The same promises that you've given me in these messages. The same promises that you give me in these emails. That's the Tamar I saw. Because when I saw that staff, I saw the jury. I was like, yeah, that's the money. That's the material things. But then when I saw that staff, thy rod and thy staff, they come for me. Isn't it with with leaders of sheep use staffs? Isn't that what we see kings having? Staffs? Oh, that Tamar is coming for the leadership now. Because she's the one that didn't have to have sex with you to get your leadership. She just needed to figure it out and understand that, oh, I got what you said. You made a promise to me and you didn't keep your promise. Here we go. Now she's that Eve that's coming forth for the women because now she's standing for a nation. Everybody speaks their mother tongue. Now she's standing for the nation. She's trying to figure out how you're going to take one thing 
to become another thing. And because that thing that is now another thing has the ability to produce another thing, that that is how you want to prove that they can really do that thing. That is that Tamar. That is that Tamar who is sitting here asking you, what are going to be the repercussions of all of this? Because we're just now seeing the repercussions of what happened with vloggers and their kids. We're about to see all of that. They're about to come clean. They're about to rip everything in the media, a new one. You thought it was worse before. Oh, they about to come out the woodworks. That's because we did it to that generation. You're seeing my generations. I was born in 89. You're seeing we coming out the woodwork now. And it's getting worse as you bypass us. Because we'll stick you in a nursing home. Forget about you and not call you. But this next generation, they going to want their money. They going to want their inheritance. Not because they deserve it, but because they know you trying to run off with it. Isn't that what we see? Isn't that what we see when we see that Tamar? We not going to leave here until we get that blessing. Isn't that what we saw with that wrestling of that angel? Oh, you got to bless us. You decided to sow into me your leadership. Oh, you decided to tell me all of the company secrets when I was doing this. And you want to make sure that I don't tell nobody that I do this. Because then that's about to embarrass you from the people who believe that you like that I did this. But they didn't know all the rest of it. So I'm about to come clean with it. Isn't it that Tamar that comes for your leadership? So I think the story of Tamar is definitely pushed in a different way. Because once again, we're not seeing... We're not seeing how Eve still began to reign. But that is how she began to reign before she fell underneath the curse. Because she is still that subconscious. That wisdom that is still connected to the father. Who's going to bring it to the judge and say, wait a minute. Didn't you say if the enemy was caught, they must repay? We see that Tamar. We see her all day, every day. She she ain't the one that's about to take you to the man necessarily. She taking you to the father because now she's looking at him like, wait a minute. I know that what I'm feeling, I know. Like, you can't tell this woman nothing. She's that bulldog that you're afraid of. That's that Tamar that is still connected to the father that we saw. That is that Tamar to begin to break those traditions that people were trying to hold her to. That is where you saw Eve still reigning, even though you saw Jezebel getting on her back. Jezebel got on her back. She didn't learn anything. She was still under the curse because she was just reflecting what the rulership over her was reflecting. And the rulership over her was to use control. So now how does that Eve that is cursed, how does she still reign? She's using her body. Because isn't that how we believe Adam fell in the first place? That spirit that comes into her that makes her feel that she is just so beautiful. I want to say the Luciferian spirit that comes in her that makes her feel that she is just so beautiful. 
she can't help but to fall in love and then have you do something that you should not be doing, which is weighing the odds between good and bad. When you know good and damn well that that's not what you had when you prayed last night or whether you didn't pray or not, but that is what you came to the conclusion of. But you still fell for her. You let her in to what your strengths were. We know who that is in the Bible. That's where you're seeing the cursed side of Eve, where she still reigns. So that is what I believe. Looking at this story of Tamar, that's in Genesis. I'm going to put all of that information in this podcast. And forgive me if you hear any background noise. I'm, you know, but anyway, that is what I believe we're seeing where Eve is still coming forth and still reigning. Because that's what that woman who has that connection with the father, who pays her tithes, who prays. That one who's not afraid to uncover her husband's feet. The one that we always feel like she's a dumbass for going back to because she went back to somebody who was accomplished or who cheated on her, who did this, who did that. Sometimes we know that that's how it should be. But other times we don't know because he may be. You know, on his own path. Who knows? We don't know how the father does it because it's not our job to figure it out. His ways are far beyond us finding out. So I see Tamar as a part of that that reigning. That is that, that, that character that we see in the Bible who has that direct connection to the father where she can't help but tap into the father on this one. Because she went right back to the father and said, wait a minute. I came for all your money, sure. Now I'm coming for your leadership and I'm coming straight to you and you can't do nothing but bless me and say, you know what? This woman has more faith than me. She had more faith in what you had doubt in, fellas. She had more faith in the fact that you knew that you could not go sleep with that woman tonight. Because she didn't do nothing to make you think otherwise. You see her at night. And you say you're about to go out with a friend. She she still do what she always do. All right, baby. See you later. Oh, she already told you. Right? So that is that untold story that I believe we don't look at when it comes to Tamar. Because she is still there. That wisdom is still there because she's out there. Isn't she out there calling at the gates? Even if that woman who's tempting you is not, wisdom is telling you, think about the kids. What you going to do if this hurt her wife, your wife? What you going to do if she hurt your wife? But you ignore her for that wicked woman. But you didn't get that with this Tamar, no. You got a woman who was real about what she was doing and what she knew. You got that woman that comes for that leadership and has you demanding to give her what you promised her. Isn't that what we saw the two daughters do with Lot? Their father didn't have any boys. But they went to the father and said, wait a minute. You said your firstborn son. You said your firstborn. You said the firstborn. You said this, father. You said you're going to give me this child. You said you're going to give me, father. 
We see them women that do that all the time. And we say, oh, she powerful. Yes, she is. Whether she knew it or not. She's, she's going to the father and say, you said you going to give me. Isn't that what we see? But we don't pay attention to that. Because that's a story that we always look at with Tamar of just seeing that, that woman who got to persevere through some stuff when it's a lot deeper than that. Look at the kind of man she has to go through every time because she may have made a mistake with the devil, which was tens of out of ten when she was young. Come on, baby, I love you. Come on, like, what you mad for? All right, so such and such to do this with me, such and such to do that with me. That's when she awakens love too early. Because if you go and look at that, most of those girls don't have the father there who is protecting her. That's another conversation for another day. But she falls for what she hears. It's made to look pretty. It's made to look a certain way. That's what you you always see on that end. So I'm telling you, we got to start looking at these stories from the perspective of what the female does and then connecting it from the old to the new. Because we always celebrate those women with these scriptures, like they got to go through some hard stuff, not realizing that they did have to go through some hard stuff, but we're not paying attention to what was done to her to get her there. She was given something. She was promised something. But it didn't go how it should go. We always look at that part. But it's not until you get deep into why and fix that. With not feeling. As if it is only male from the aspect of having to be redeemed. But when you go from the aspect of understand that it is man, Adam, male and female, created he them. That you begin to see that Jesus didn't just come to bless those women so it feel good. He came to redeem all those women who go through those situations. And Tamar was the one that stuck out to me. Because at first when I heard it, I was like, that felt good, but it still didn't hit right. It wasn't until years later where the father brought this back to me saying, okay, you can be trusted. And he kept bringing this forth. I'm like, what is this? What is going on? And then it came to me. You were interested in this. This bothered you because you didn't believe the twist in the perspective of how this is being portrayed. Not understanding that we see this woman every day. But we don't recognize her. Because that is how Tamar gets the blessing. She's going before the father to get the blessing. And who was the father? And who is he connected from? What is his lineage? Look at the authority that he has. He's the father. And he comes in and gives that blessing. He gives it. 
Because now he is saying, what you have given me, you have more honor than I do. Most people bring me complaints and I touch a situation, I heal it here. But you brought me my word. Command the works of my hand. Doesn't he give us those moments where we shall command it? So aren't we commanding the works of his hand by giving him his word back? Because we're that wisdom who can understand. How are you going to give everything and lose everything? We profit the man to gain the whole world, but to lose his soul. God got angry and he wanted to destroy the land, but he sold his soul because now he introduced the idea of good and evil. He introduced the idea. Stop. Speech off. My bad. He introduced the idea of good and evil into the world. They didn't know. They were still under the blessing. They didn't know. Because that is when they began to be covered. They're covered before God. And how are they covered? Money answereth all things. So when you see Tamar, she comes for your leadership. She comes to uncover where the money is. So that's why I love the idea of Tamar. Because that just couldn't sit with me listening. How it sound good to praise those women. But Jesus didn't just come to praise them. He came to redeem them. He came to give them that blessing. Didn't the father say he was going to bless Tamar? Bless her. But you don't have to use your body because now you are walking in the redemption of being impregnated with the insight and the wisdom for what's getting ready to be conceived. Because once they enter into you and know you, it's not necessarily in the body, but it's in the spirit. It's in the consciousness. Once they can speak to that level of consciousness, you give in to some things, but now, you're finding, nuh-uh, I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't go from one son to the another son to the another son just to get the money. I came, or I didn't go, I didn't get in nobody's bed to do nothing. Uh-uh, I was professional. Uh-uh, wait a minute, I paid this on time. Uh-uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said right here in this mess, you said, that's that woman who's coming before God, who is the judge. Because the government is on his shoulders. And the government is overlooking what he's writing in stone. Isn't that what we see? The judgment, the scrolls. So now we're in this space of understanding. Tamar knew to come for the leadership. Political realms. She didn't sleep with you. But she flirted with you all night. Oh, she slept with you. She slept with you for sure. 
because you knew what it was when y'all got to when y'all was about to get it. You already told him, look, I ain't on birth control. I need you look, I ain't on birth control. But I like, look, we need a condom. I ain't on birth control. Oh, man, forget it, man. You get pregnant, I got you. Like, I, like I love you for real. Like, oh, he been playing you hard. He been on you hard as hell. That's the woman that we get mad at. What she do? Nothing. She made him make sure she get her blessing. Isn't that what we talk about with the concubines? Don't we see that great ruler having all those concubines? We didn't see anything in the Bible that said that that was the death of him, did we? So you now see all of these men that want to promise these things, but they can't actually do it. And Tamar already knew. I already know you ain't about to do blah, 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 blah. But you're going to do this. Oh, you know what? All right, I'm going to take you up on that offer. So if I get pregnant, you're going to take care of this because I got this recorded. I got it in text messages. Oh, all right, bet. You ain't going to pay child support? That's all right. I know how much you make. You just put it all on. We get mad at her. All she's doing is taking it to the judge, and the judge is sitting on his shoulders. So Tamar comes for your leadership. Tamar comes for what you have built your reputation on. And you can see it from as soon as he, you, she, you got that blessing. You said, this woman is more faithful than me because she already knew. I believe the word. I'm about to take it to the father. Like, you got to give me something because I know what your word says. And the father has to give you that word because you're commanding the works of his hands. You're his mouthpiece. You can declare a thing and decree a thing and it shall be a thing. Because he already knows your intentions is not the heart. Your intentions are pure. Your intentions are coming to rectify and actually bring judgment and complacency to what needs to be done in this place. That's what you're coming for. You know where to hit. That's that Tamar we see. We see her. Because she know exactly where to hit for your leadership. She going to go right to the father because the father's not going to return his bird void especially if he gave it to his prophets his servants especially if he gave it to your ministers especially if he gave it to the office that wanted to deny you especially if you find yourself winning your case when it looks like the odds run in your favor he takes you to the space to where you can go just disappear we wait we, we want to be mad all we want to however she's just an acting the principle of i'm taking it to the father I'm taking it to the source. This is what you said, because they have some way to believe that they can't be. But it's still a false thing because we all know what hell is. But anyway, she takes you to the father and she gets exactly what it is that she was promised. And we want to be mad at that woman. Not because you got to pay, but now your leadership has been hurt. Oh, your job has been hurt. Your money has been hurt. Your leadership. The exposure. Isn't that what we see all the time? You're an icon in this. You do well in that. You are amazing in this. You are amazing in that. Isn't that what we see? Isn't it how we see it? It's exactly it. That's exactly how it is. We don't think of Tamar from that perspective. 
We think of her as just that woman who had to work through some stuff. Yes, she did. But at each level, she went to the father and said, you got to give me what you promised me. I came for this because this is what your word said. And I find it fascinating. So this is Brittany Simone with, do you see what I see? And if you don't, just follow me. Stay safe. Peace. Just follow me.